0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. On this Thursday, 12.06, it is Thursday, September 16th, all day long. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our award-winning website, as chosen by the voters the readers of Rhode Island Monthly best local news site dipetro.com folks where we have the big headline thick fatty yellow you'd see the photo boy somebody has been uh, had a lot of time on their hands check out the website you know I'm a big fan of the New York Post and it's not every day that you can come up with like a kind of a you know little of a memorable type of headline but there it is thick fatty yellow speaker thick fatty yellow look at him Boy, somebody, has, uh, he, he went to the endorsement to throw his weight around. You can see, boy, Mattyello, what a gut. Holy cow. I didn't know. I know he was a supporter of Tommy's Pizza. I didn't know he was actually working at Tommy's Pizza. Holy, I had a friend of mine one time went in the military, and um, he had been drinking a lot. And his training, uh, the you know, the officer in charge of training and recruitment said, have you been working at a pie factory Folks, there he is. Check it out on the website, to Petro.com. Speaker Thick Fatty Yellow. Holy cow. Um, he went to the endorsement to throw his weight around. Now, you can also see the story, What Does Lorza Do Now? There is a picture of Mayor Jorge Elijah with his uh, kitchen cabinet of staff. Folks, again, it's all on the website, to Mayor of Providence, the big guy. And then, of course, uh, the film, there's a film being shot or was in East Greenwich and then the body found in the Providence River and a lot of other stories, folks, unique stories. It all, you know, in many ways. I received an email from one of our listeners and uh, viewers, so to speak. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live that said, you know, Juan, many times it seems like everything begins and ends on DiPietro.com. I said that is exactly right, as a matter of fact. But check it out on the website. Speaker Thick Fatty Yellow uh, instead of Matty Yellow. I, another person remarked, you know, the last time I saw him, he was on trial at the BRIT trial. I don't know. Did the judge instruct him he had to follow the BRIT diet? Is that what that is? Here was the picture of uh, the guy that was on trial with uh, the Shannon Lawton mess, he could not even button his jacket. And all of a sudden, uh, Mattiello gave up on the jacket. Mattiello's like, I don't have a jacket that will fit over this. You know, what's kind of funny is his arms folded and they then fit over his midsection. <laughs> kind of, hey, this is uh, this is uh, comfortable for my arms. This way, when I fold my arms, they can just sit above my gut. Speaker, thick, fatty yellow. There he is, folks. Uh, no longer, as a matter of fact, no longer. And by the way, the endorsement that they were at, um, I mean, if that guy b- becomes the secretary of state, we'll, we'll talk about him as the election really starts to heat up. But this um, Greg Amore, I mean, I guess you might as well not even have elections if he's going to be the secretary of state. We might as well just then start to go with the honor system Well, they'll just say, you know, you, or you could go into like a Kreskin mode of like mind reading. You know, we, we no need to vote. We now have people that can read minds, and they have read the minds of the voters, and here's who we have found have won. You might as well not even do that or do like the old Karnak thing where you have the envelopes, and the person says, you know, Lieutenant Governor, and then opens up the envelope, and then there's the name of that person, and then puts the envelope like Karnak, uh, the old Johnny Carson bit to his head, and then say Secretary of State, and then open the envelope, and then there's the – I mean, you might as well do that if uh, Greg Amorey – uh, I, I am here. Well, I, I am hearing there were some members of law enforcement that were surveying the crowd at that particular announcement, trying to get it nailed down. But that's what I've heard folks as we kick things. Well, obviously we kick things off last hour, but this portion of the John DiPietro show is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're open today. PR landscape materials and garden center. It is really cooled off. You know, that rain last night and this morning that was heavy is uh, is very, very good, actually. This is the best time to plant trees and shrubs because less watering is needed. It's not as hot. And homegrown mums and kale are outstanding. They have mums, 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, 6- to 9-inch kale assorted colors, 4- to 6-inch ornamental peppers, pumpkins, straw. Cornstalks, gourds sugar pumpkins fall decorations so much more folks it's rhode island's number one garden center look for them on facebook and when i say they have a great facebook page what i mean is they keep their facebook page up to date some people do some people don't they do steve debbie junior byron gift certificates available located 3688 quaker lane north kingstown right off of route four <clears throat> they're open seven days a week they've had A fantastic season, and I'm so happy for them, but I'm not surprised, because they work so hard. The service is great. The quality is tremendous. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Folks, I tell the story that one of our listeners, (coughs) a couple, uh, Susan and Bill, went to one of those, quote, big box stores. They waited for 30 minutes. No one would wait on them, because they don't have any workers, they said, the hell with this. Let's go where Juan said to go. They drove over to PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. It was closer than they thought. 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Boom! Service was great. The plants and various things that they got lasted for a very long time. Hey, shop local. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Now, folks, you hear me mention the website website. And of course, visit the website Petro.com, which is right by the Coincid Inn, two twenty six Coesetan Avenue in West Warwick. The Coincid Inn. biggest bar in the state, great menu, <clears throat> something for everyone. The In. There's a link to it right there uh, on the website Depetro.com. Now we have a lot that we're going to touch on, but one of the things I want to mention, folks, is sometimes you know sometimes people. Uh, They come at things with good intentions, but it doesn't mean that sometimes that those are, you know, like I've said before, not every idea should make its way out of the conference room, right? I mean, sometimes if you've ever been in a brainstorming session where you sit in a conference room and they say there's no such thing as a bad idea. And I've been in a real, it's been a long time, but real brainstorming session where they write down everything and then they tape it to the wall and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. So. But as I've said, you know, not every idea, whether it's a campaign or a marketing idea or whatever it is, not everything should, as we say, make its way out of the conference room. Well, I, I don't know who came up with the idea of having a let's have a rally for the people arrested on January 6th and let's have it at the Capitol. You know I, I, and I repeat who th- who in their right mind thought that was a good idea because right now, and maybe you haven't heard about it, justice for J6 is the name of it. Justice for J6. So justice for now let me be also very clear. those people are in no way being treated fairly. Do you know there are people that have been uh, arrested since right after, january 6th at the capitol and they're still in jail and notice you haven't seen any interviews you know i had some people connected to them reach out to me would you and you can't get interviews with any of them right because of the confines so so it's this saturday now if i wasn't going to new york for patriots jets i would actually go down there and do a facebook live but The September 18th rally organizers asking the attendees not to wear pro-Trump clothing. So right now, folks, this, first of all, they're only expecting, they're saying, about 700 people to attend this Saturday at the Capitol. And I want to be very clear. I mean the Capitol in Washington, D.C. I've had people say to me, there's a rally this weekend at the Capitol in Providence. No, no, that's the State House. The only Capitol is in the nation's capital. Anyhow, justice for J6 rally. So now they're asking people not to wear Trump paraphernalia, which doesn't seem to make sense to me if you're asking people to come. They're predicting 700 people, but what's happening now is they're putting fencing up all over around the capital. And everyone around there is gearing up for could this be another insurrection? And you know this. This is like who, who's 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 running this rally? I mean, is it Matt Brainerd, the organizer behind the rally, former Trump campaign staffer? I is it is he now working for the Democrats for the twenty twenty two midterms? Because starting really today and then running all weekend long. Gee, I wonder what footage they're going to be showing to coincide with the, the justice for J6 rally at the Capitol. Let me think. Would they show an inauguration? No, I don't think they're going to show an inauguration. Oh, I don't know. Would they show the people on January 6th going into the Capitol? Like, why would you encourage that? This is like an excuse for them to just continue to show that footage. And they can't stop showing the footage. And continue the whole narrative about this whole thing of the armed insurrection and blah, blah, blah. And my God, I just don't understand the mindset. But this is one of those things. Somebody thought, hey, this will be a good idea. Yeah, we'll do a rally for the people. No, no, you, you don't. Just don't do it at the Capitol is all I'm saying. No, it's an opportunity to put the fence back up, which they did. To get Homeland Security, get out there, get all the guards. And more importantly, what it truly is, is it's an opportunity for the media to just continue to keep showing the footage from January 6th. Now, I recognize there's, and Matt Brainard, um, he's executive director. He is um, had worked on the Trump campaign. He's the organizer of it. I get that, right? Well-intentioned. I'll give him benefit of the doubt. I'm looking at some of his tweets. A local reporter did a pretty scummy selective edit of the interview I aired on her chair. Oh, OK. Hold on. Let me see if I get this straight. The media edited out your interview and you're unhappy with it? I mean, is it, is it forever going to be amateur hour or are we going to graduate beyond that? Huh. Justice for J6 is a 100% peaceful event. Support of the nonviolent offenders from January 6th have been charged. I get that. I understand that. But stop being, like, surprised at the reaction of how it's going to be treated. (laughs) What time is Roger Stone speaking? Like, you got to move beyond that. I don't think he understands, or maybe he chooses not to understand. But look at what they did in, in California, where you have the same governor. Who did Governor Newsom run against Stay with me. Run against in California. He ran against Trump. Even the Wall Street Journal, California Democrat, defeats Trump. Now USA and it'd be very understandable. Wait a minute. Trump wasn't on the ballot exactly. Yes, on their present leftward sprint. This is Wall Street Journal today. Democrats will have a hard time keeping their congressional majority, 2022, but they think they may have found the political strategy for doing so wrap Donald Trump around the GOP's neck. That strategy worked Tuesday for California Governor Gavin Newsom, as he routed the opposition in a recall election. Newsom seemed vulnerable for a time, given his many failures. Forest mismanagement, energy blackouts, rampant homelessness, rising urban crime, hypocrisy and COVID lockdowns, housing prices could drive out the middle class other quality of life polling was close when Newsom was running against his own record but California overwhelmingly Democrat Newsom turned the election into a referendum on the alternatives he ran a relentlessly negative campaign against Larry Elder conservative radio show host who emerged as the leading GOP candidate Elder's a thoughtful man made his way out of a tough corner in Los Angeles but Newsom had more than $50 million. to distort Elder's views, claim he was a front man for Trump. The left tried to scare Democrats to the polls by running against COVID policies in Florida, the new Texas abortion law, and the January 6th Capitol riot. Elder probably made a mistake in calling for a rollback of Newsom's vaccine mandate for nursing home and state employees, which are popular in the left-leaning state. Larry Elder's argument on progressive ill-governance never had a chance to break through. Biden flew into the Golden State to underscore the anti-Trump theme. This year, the leader Republican for governor is the closest thing to a Trump clone I've ever seen. Voting no will be protecting California from, fill in the blank, Trump Republicans trying to block us from beating this pandemic. Democrats think Trump is the gift that keeps on giving ran against him in 2018, took the House, 2020, took the White House. January 2021, won the Senate in Georgia, regained the Senate majority. Then they just did it again in California. They're also running against Trump in the Virginia governor's race this year. They figure with ample evidence, Trump won't be able to resist injecting himself into the center of the 2022 campaign, demanding a particular that all GOP candidates claim the 2020 election was stolen. Folks, my my point is, where is Juan going with this? My point is, <clears throat> stop giving them ammunition like this Justice for JC <laughs> J6 rally on Saturday at the Capitol. Didn't want to have it somewhere else. No? Another excuse to then just keep rerunning the B-roll of the people trying to go in? Holy cow. Hmm. All right, folks, at 1222. Now, I am going to talk about the local story as well. But 1222, this portion of the program is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, listen, if you have an appliance in your home, and as we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 710 7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. For example, we had a problem with our dryer. What was the problem? It wouldn't stay on. It would turn on, but it wouldn't stay on. Very difficult to dry the clothes. What did I do? I try to fix it. No, Juan is not gifted in that manner. I called a friend of mine. Said, well, you know, sometimes they go, you just have to get a new one. I said, you know, it's not that old. So what did I do? I called Ryan's appliance repair. I dialed 401-710-7096. He said, Juan, I'll be out at 1 o'clock. At five minutes of 1, it was like a mirage. A van appeared in the driveway. On the side, it said, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Almost like a doctor. Right. Except he had a refrigerator as the patient. Um, He fixed the dryer in about five to ten minutes. And then we had a problem with, um, you know, when your dishwasher, when you're pulling it out, uh, whatever happened, that would not come out properly. So what did I do? I called Ryan. Listen, if they if I had the Taliban had an AK at me, aimed at me and said, you have one hour to fix this thing or the earth is doomed. Well, Cover your, I mean, I just, I can't fix those types of things, nor do I really have the interest in fixing those types of things. But anyhow, um, folks, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor and senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Folks, right now at 1224, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, again, visit the website, is brought to you by Endzone. Endzone Sports Pub. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I was there Sunday watching the Patriots game. Dana and his crew. Folks, it's terrific. It's clean, friendly, family-owned, friendly place. Karaoke Friday, Saturday nights. They have the NFL ticket. Hey, this Sunday, watch Patriots, Jets, and all the games right there. End zone sports pub. I loved it. 960 uh, Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, as I mentioned um. That is something that cannot be ignored, but you don't want to help them. You don't want to help them, but you can't ignore that they are literally, and it worked seemingly, running against President Trump. And you even had, as I've said, you had Biden saying, you know, it, it, now it's like just front people for, uh, for President Trump, as they are calling it, uh, so to speak. Let me make this as simple as I can. You either keep Gavin Newsom as your governor or
1: you'll get Donald Trump.
0: You know, now, I recognize I recognize a lot of people are saying, Juan, what would be wrong with that? Well, the thing is number one, it completely takes the onus on the person running. The media just absolutely runs with it. And suddenly the whole thing becomes the referendum on President Trump, who, who, as I pointed out, is not even in the race. Has nothing to do with that. This is where, this is the governor of California now talking about Trumpism is not dead in the country. This election was rigged. (coughs) Democracy is not a football. You don't throw it around. It's more like a, I don't know, antique face. You can drop it and smash it in a million different pieces. And and that's what we're capable of doing if we don't stand up to meet the moment and push back. I I said this many, many times on the campaign trail. You know, we may have defeated Trump, but Trumpism is not dead in this country. You know, folks, and and here's the... The element of that 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 I want to highlight, and that is the fact that, for instance, right now, the Republican Party of Rhode Island does not have a candidate for governor. Uh, I know they're saying they think they have a candidate. Um, It's been my experience, for what it's worth, that if someone's running for office, it's normally not a good idea to keep that a secret. I've never seen where that works. Where I've seen is, I've seen people do a trial balloon, right? They want to float out, see what the reaction is. But I've never seen the secret work. So my point is, if in fact there was a candidate for the Republican Party, I, I think we would know who it is. So I know the GOP chairwoman is saying, we will have, I'm not, again, Susie Yankee has a job to do. She has to fill out the slate, right, of the people that are going to run for office. That's really, I don't want to, well, it is, her, it is her job, right? It is her job. She's supposed to come up with a governor, lieutenant governor candidate. Uh, I think they do have someone for attorney general, secretary, of state general, treasurer. But if they did have someone you kind of want to be out there. But here's, here's the point I want to make, is whoever that is, you have to understand, what do you think the local media is going to grill that person on, whoever it is? Now, it's not it doesn't matter if you wait until January. So let's just say the Republican Party is saying, well, we know that, and that's why we, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter, it, so you're either going to answer it now, or you're going to answer it Whenever, let's just say they say, "Well, we don't want to announce the beginning of the year," which I don't understand, because at this point you already have people that announced. People certainly announce a year out. If anything, people have found by waiting, it hasn't benefited anyone that wait. I hear that sometimes people saying, you know, they jump in at the end, <clears throat> but I haven't seen that work for anybody. Um, one of the last people of note. Clay Pell didn't announce till late January, and then as he started going through the primary 2014, now granted, he was a, a nitwit, but he immediately found like, wow, I should have announced a while ago, because people start saying, oh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm already with so-and-so, I've already committed, or I, I already have a sign with them, or I gave money to that type of person. Now, it's a little bit different on the Republican side, but, but my point is, the first thing they're going to ask that person about is all Trump-related questions. So, without absolutely 100% guarantee, that's what they're going to grow them on. I'm not saying it's fair. But you can already see that that is how the media is going to work for the other side. And whether it is Jim Langevin or whether it is Congressman David Cicilline, those two are up. Senator Reid is not up for re election. He just won last year. Senator Whitehouse is not up for re election. He just um, ran in 2018 uh, six year term. So the, the, the two congressional races would be Cicilline and and Langevin. And no matter who it is, they're gonna find a way. But it's it's the Rhode Island, it's the candidate, Republican for governor. That's who they're gonna try to really hang around their neck the whole, you know, and the questions will be endless. There'll be nothing about Biden. It'll all be, for the Democrats, right? It'll all be Trump questions for the Republican. Now, you may be saying, well, what's, what's the problem with that? Well, again, it's how it's portrayed by the media, right? All portrayed by the media. The media went into overdrive January 6th. Uh, of what happened there? Trying to tie in local people. That Seth Magaziner called for someone there was a rep that went to washington was outside never went in the capitol and there were people calling for him to resign justin price and that general treasurer jumped in and the media they were all over it so folks as i've told you now i know some people don't think but after a while who it affects are the independent voters the media can sway i believe the independent voters Right, they 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 don't need to try to convince the Democrat voters because they're already in. They're not going to convince many of you, but there are many people that you vote for the person. Sometimes you vote Republican, sometimes you vote Democrat. Depends on who it is. Maybe you know the person in your town, whatever it may be, city council, town council, what have you. But that's where then that comes into play. I think they can, and in a place like well, especially Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it it has an effect the tone and folks you can't ignore uh, think of this the last republican who won statewide office was governor kachiri in 2006 and he barely won i repeat now in massachusetts it's different because scott brown did win that senate seat and charlie baker's the governor even though a lot of people don't think but he is a republican John Robitaille came very close in 2010. Very close. If he had had another week or two, he would have won. Or if Ken Block had not run, uh, run, John Robitaille would have beat Chafee. Robitaille lost to Link Chafee by less than two percentage points. Ten more days with that race and Robitaille would have won. Frank Caprio finished third, Ken Block finished fourth. But my point is you can't ignore that. And they're getting better at it. And they're getting bolder about it. And how confident are they about the voting list? Secretary of State Nelly Gorbea, she's got the master list. She's going to run a massive ground game. She's going to do massive mail ballots. Her former chief of staff, uh, Gonzalo Cuerve, is running for mayor of Providence. Is he going to spend a lot on TV? I don't think so all ground game, all mail ballots. They have master lists. They have names of people that other people don't have and have the people that can fill out those ballots. Of course it's underhanded. Of course it should be stopped. But as I've told you, the number one office needs to be that Secretary of State's office. I think that office is more important than the governor's race. But folks, my point is, in a very roundabout way, whoever it is, they're going to hammer him on the Trump stuff, hammer on the Trump stuff. And just that if, in fact, there was a Republican in the state that suddenly popped up, I don't know who it would be right now. If, if there's someone who's a Republican who's running, don't say Fong. He's already lost twice. He's not running. If there's a Republican running, <clears throat> I don't know who it is. I don't know anyone who knows who it is. Put it that way. Um. But if, in fact, they really emerged as a threat, then, then they would start to, the media would help them and hammer them on Trump stuff relentlessly. You know, what was your reaction when the president tweeted this? Well, where were you on January 6th? You could already hear it a little bit. Uh, were you vaccinated? You know, the whole thing. They'd start to go through it. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show at 1234. Now, listen, I would like you. If you're in the car next time you're out, stop in and see one of our new sponsors, the CBD store, Warwick, the T-H-E, the CBD store, Warwick, 1845 Post Road in Warwick, right across from TF Green Airport from Hills Grove. And stop in and see them. And why stop in? First of all, everything natural, plus whether it's for your pet or for yourself, whether you're fighting stress, anxiety, sleep pain, seizure, you don't have to fight it alone. They are so knowledgeable. The CBD store, and I especially want to appeal, if you would like to get an incredible night's sleep, pop in there, and this is all you need and want. And I'm holding it up to everybody on Facebook Live. It's the Delta 8 gummies. They're delicious. You take them. I'm going to say, you know, it's all natural. It's like a little piece of candy, uh maybe an hour and a half before you are ready to and and folks you sleep incredible your best night's rest is waiting for you right in this jar it's the cbd store pop it and see them 1845 post road warwick they're also on facebook again 1845 post road warwick it's the cbd store well folks good afternoon at 12:36 it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program folks is brought by the Centdale Revival. You're looking for a great place, comfort food, cocktails? I have the spot. The Centdale Revival. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, Shane and Company. Boy, that was rocking. If you want to see what it's like, uh, log on to petro.com. I was there for their for their first autumn fest and it was terrific. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, safe, nice crowd, delicious food. Shane and Company, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. He is just terrific. Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. So, folks, I I agree with many of you. I mean, it is frustrating. <coughs> um, it would be nice if locally there was someone that would step forward. I mean, we're having all these... Um, We're having all of these announcements, and basically everyone who's announcing for office right now, everyone who's announcing for office, locally anyway, happens to be, um, you know, it's a Democrat announcing for office. It is a Democrat announcing for office, so it would be nice. But I I don't know who that person is going to be. Now, whoever it is, they shouldn't be surprised. You know, Alorza is not running for governor. And that's actually a bad thing because I was looking forward to that. I thought it would be very entertaining. Mayor Jorge, uh, but he is not. And I I have heard he did a poll. His poll numbers are are Chafee-esque. His poll numbers are single digit. You know, this just also shows... How delusional and tone deaf the current mayor of Providence is. That he actually thought the people are going to vote me to be. No, they're not. They're not. It was never happening. It's not happening. Um, you know, it, only, only he thought he was going to be the next governor. And they couldn't hide the polling numbers. I saw someone on Twitter put that Mayor Lords had dismissed the fact that the violence in the city the the ATVs and the fact that he wouldn't come back from vacation played into it. You know, I, I think it was um, cumulative. I think it was. It wasn't one thing. It's just you've never heard anyone so tone deaf. Whether it was the sanctuary city of telling people from, uh, you know, his desire to make Providence, Guatemala, North. And he, in some ways he has succeeded with that. Um, from complete lawlessness to allowing the rioting in downtown Providence. After a while, even the media could not hide a lot of this from Mayor Jorge Elorca. But I do have a um, folks, as I mentioned last hour, we do have a piece up on the website that I think of anything, though, he's kind of a dangerous individual right now because some of not all some of his decisions were being made on him with the understanding that he'd be have to, Mayor, Mayor Jorge Elijah, stand on a debate stage and answer questions about some of his actions. Now, if he doesn't have to stand on a debate stage, well, now all bets are off. Now he can just completely run amok. Now he can do whatever he wants. And he's in office for a long time. You know, I would normally judge how many Christmas trees do they have to go through. And now he's got two. He's got they got to put up the city hall Christmas tree this December and then they have to put it up next December. And he has he'll probably try to get a job right with the Biden administration. I mean, who the hell knows? But um, but that that could be very dangerous. Now, the good news is I'm not sure how he could run the city of Providence into the ground even more. I'm not sure. I don't think he could. So, but who knows? The guy's full of surprises. Now, speaking of Biden, though, his job approval rating continues to sink. Latest poll shows 50% disapproval. With independents disapproval put him in negative territory. So he's under, basically, they call it underwater. The Biden approval rating is now 42%. 42%. So now, again, though, Democrats approve of him 88 to 7 Republicans disapprove of Biden, 91 to 7. Here's the key. Independents disapprove of Biden, 52 to 34. That is the group that will decide the midterms. That is the group that will decide who is, in fact, the next president. The whole key is getting strong independent voters. Strong numbers of independent voters is what I mean. Now, folks, this... um, this portion of the John DiPietro show, I want to uh, appeal, if you're listening right now and on this Thursday, in either you or uh, a family member or a friend or a co-worker, so if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse, folks, fight back, call Jack. Jack Kildino, you need the fighter. Call 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400. Or online, fightbackcalljack.com. 50 years personal experience, 100 years total combined staff. I am offering right now at 1242 on this, boom, Thursday, I'm offering you a free consultation. Attorney Jack. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400. One of our listeners was involved in an auto accident was not her fault. She is entitled, hear me out, she is entitled to be compensated for her injuries, for her suffering. The problem is the guilty party, the party at fault, basically offered her an insulting offer. So what did she do? She's entitled to be compensated. She emailed me. I said, listen. Louise, fight back. Call Jack. 401-785-9400. You want the fighter in your corner. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400. Now, on this Thursday, if you're just thinking about it, drop me a line. You know, I had someone that sent me an email saying, we're not sure if we could call them. Call the fighter. Fightbackcalljack.com. We're not sure if we should call... And I said, well, email me your circumstance and, and I'll see if I can, you know, give you advice or lend a lending hand. What they described for me, I said, I encouraged them to call, fight back, call Jack. This was a woman, her husband was involved with a workplace injury. And listen, it's a free consultation, free consultation. Folks, 401-785-9400, fight back, call Jack, free consultation. Now, I have people emailing me saying, my employer just announced if I don't get the vaccine, I'm going to lose my job. What The first thing I say is, have you talked to an attorney? Why not? Free consultation. 401 785 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, depetro.com, which is brought by sole source restoration remember if you have water damage storm damage fire spoke damage mold remediation sole Soul source restoration online sole source restoration.com they have a, a serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts 712 2700 or 617 247 5900 but there's a direct link right at the website which happens to be De petro.com. so folks again um, the other big national story that i'm going to talk a little bit about next hour it is and and i like the fact the wall street journal had a very good piece waiting for general milley the chairman of the joint chiefs has more explaining to do you know th- this guy i never thought i would feel this way about one of our military leaders but this guy should not be serving in that position Should not be in that position. Wall Street Journal. Trump's behavior as a candidate president unhinged some of America's vital institutions, including the press and the FBI. It would be disturbing to find out that military leaders also responded to the president's norm-breaking by betraying their institutional obligations. That's the implication of a report by National Security Freelancing, by Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley... At the end of Trump's term, they write Congress needs to find out how much is true, not because of partisan demands for retribution against the general, but because even the appearance of somehow him taking over civilian control of the military is damaging democracy. A forthcoming book by journalist Bob Woodward Robert Costa allege General Milley called China's top military commander shortly before the November election and said, if we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. After the January 6th Capitol riot, in a call with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, General Milley tried to increase his control over nuclear launch procedures out of fear of what Trump might do. Woodward's opaque method made it impossible to judge the accuracy of his reporting. He relates conversations he didn't hear based on sources whose motives aren't explained. Those on the right now demanding Millie's head based on Woodward's book, right, rightly cautious of the journalists' insider accounts of GOP presidencies. Yet the statement from Milley's spokesman released Wednesday contains no denials. It merely says the general's calls with the Chinese and others October, January were intended to maintain strategic stability. Communicated with the Department of Defense it says the nuclear weapon meeting was to remind uniformed leaders in the Pentagon. long established robust procedures in light of media reporting on the subject. Four star generals have always been political actors, though the trend has accelerated in recent years as they try to please wide, wider range of constituencies. Milley was nominated by Trump in 2018, but sought to distance himself amongst the summer 2020 riots. He apologized for appearing with Trump in Lafayette Square. Park police moved against the protesters. Milley should be asked to clarify under oath the context of his communication with China and nuclear launch procedures when he testifies before the Senate on September 28th. So, folks, the point is, though, listen, that guy should not be there. And the fact that, like, I wonder just locally, there are local members Of the media that on a regular basis have communication with Senator Jack Reed. And you don't even seem to I I haven't seen one report yet of anyone asking Senator Reed, what do you think about this report by on uh, General Miller? Like, what do you what do you think about that? Did that happen? Would you have known about that? Is that zero? Nothing about that. Nothing about it at all. Folks, good afternoon at 1248. It's John DiPietro. 150 Afghan evacuees to be resettled in Rhode Island. Well, what it really means is 150 new voters are going to be resettling in Rhode Island. Now, what also is not being mentioned, do you know why there's a delay? There's a delay with uh, many of them entering the country right now is because there's been a measle outbreak amongst the Afghan. Afghan refugees is because they don't have the vaccine for that. These people are coming in here. They don't have the COVID vaccine. They don't have the measles vaccine. I don't even know what vaccines they have. But they're allowed to come in. They're about to get rid of the frontline workers who are in fact, you know, many of them objecting to being to receiving the vaccine. But the Afghans—I mean, that's really what's going on, right? It's—it's—it's one—it's 100, 150 new voters. Gee, I wonder how they're going to be greeted. I wonder if they're going to be given, uh, you know, mail—of ba- course they are—mail ballots and the like. That's really what um, is happening right now. So, but folks, the situation at the border continues to uh, be a disaster. A complete disaster, as a matter of fact. But look at what Team Biden is doing. When put in a corner, who do they immediately turn on? Who do they campaign against? They campaign against President Trump. And and that's going on, obviously, if that's going to go on in a place like California, I can only imagine. Um, we'll have to wait, but is a poll nearly half of all Americans disapprove of biden 's vaccine mandate, but there's no one really high profile in our area that are in fact speaking out against it not you know not not really so now i I'm also um uh curious you know the story about that Nicki Minaj and Tucker Carlson coming into her defense um I think that's an interesting story where she is asking questions in just the way that she absolutely got slammed on MSNBC for even relating this question uh, that someone that she knows has um, had some swollen testicles as a result of the vaccine. This is how it played out on MSNBC because she was actually defended by Tucker Carlson
1: I am expert in is West Indian older West Indians rebuking and scolding you in the and and
0: Like I said, I tweeted this. No one can ever say that disinformation isn't real. They wasted government resources because of a crazy story that Nicki Minaj told, and now she's sitting here cozying up with Tucker Carlson. This is why she lost to the People's Champ
1: Cardi B, because nobody who actually cares about their fans, supporters, or COVID would want to align themselves with Tucker Carlson, especially against some nonsense that's killing...
0: Black people at a higher rate than any other group, any other people in this country. See the the way that it goes, folks, it's always, that was on MSNBC, it's always away from the point and the argument. And it then always just immediately goes into the name calling and attacking, right? The name calling and attacking. No problem cozying up to a white nationalist, as they call him. So going on, can you imagine? She went on with not the number one show on television not someone's been very very successful in the format and all she did was you know tucker carlson had talked about it and they started attacking him his friend was immediately at this she said that her cousin in trinidad quote won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent his testicles became swollen his friend was weeks away from getting married now that girl called off the wedding so just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision not bullied which seems sensible she absolutely came under attack and then the fact that Tucker Carlson was defending this rapper Nicki Minaj he then then she's being attacked because he started defending her folks they're all about attacks and she they immediately go after someone who if in fact if you just question You know, boy, that seems unusual. She was relating a story. We don't know whether or not it's true. Here's uh, Joy Reid attacking her. You
1: platform, sister, that is 22 million followers. Okay, I have 2 million followers. You have 22 million followers on Twitter. For you to use your platform to encourage our community to not protect themselves and save their lives, my God, sister, you could do better than that. you got that platform. It's, It's a blessing. It's a blessing that you got that, that people listen to you and they listen to you want to listen to me for you to use your platform to put people in a position of dying from a disease they don't have to die from. Oh, my God. As a fan, as a hip hop fan, as somebody who was your fan, I'm so sad that you did that. So sad that you did that, sister. Oh, my God.
0: So, so she immediately came under attack, this rapper for merely folks. And she didn't say not to take it. She even said when she goes on tour, she'll get the vaccine. Look at how, but it's not done by accident. Look at how they jump out and start attacking someone for merely, I I don't know if that story is true. Relaying a story or relaying that some people are apprehensive about it. And apparently, very large numbers of pregnant women are very apprehensive about getting the vaccine. And, folks, that is one of those things. If there's someone that, you know, that is such a sensitive area to begin with. If someone miscarries, they wonder, did they do something wrong? Did something happen? If a child is born, some kind of something out of the norm, whatever it may be, the mother starts to wonder, did something happen during the pregnancy? So this is a big burden to put on women that either want to start a family. I know they're saying, the CDC, Dr. Fauci says the vaccine is safe for pregnant women. He is saying that. And he's saying women should not hesitate. But they also just seem to ignore that some women and people might be hesitant about it for fear that it could cause either Something to affect their pregnancy and or if they want to have a, have a child in the future. Folks, on this Thursday, this portion of the John DePetro show is brought to you by R. E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie, Folks, call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R. E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful trustworthy, reliable. As Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Residential services, 20 for our emergency service. Do you need 20 for our emergency service for plumbing? Call RE Coogan and Heating. Now listen, this past summer was a hot summer. Folks, this fall, actually next week is gonna be warm. Who knows what the winter's in store? Call RE Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562. You can do the Coogie Point. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401 732 6562. Gas, oil burners, 24 for emergency service, R.E. Coogan and Heating. He's got a great staff. Coogs is the best, and the guy is a big supporter of law enforcement. He backs the blue. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401 732 6562. 62 folks good afternoon it's Juan it's John DiPietro on this Thursday again we go until two o'clock I recognize and I want to wish uh, all of our Jewish listeners a very easy fast on this uh a thoughtful on this Yom Kippur so there was supposed to be um Governor McKee was supposed to have his press briefing today but they ended up having it yesterday I think because of the um I believe because of the, the the Jewish holiday so but he's not and the governor's also governor McKee I've noticed he's he's kind of trying to find his way he doesn't want to from from what I understand his people feel that his press briefings have turned into almost like uh depositions where he is forced to sit there and answer questions and the honeymoon is definitely over for the, the governor's staff to put it mildly but um but so they feel like yesterday they went to Johnston and they had a pep, pep rally and a band playing. They had a lot of students there. So I think the governor is almost trying to, like, cause distractions. Instead of him just sitting in a room and going around the room and you ask questions, now they want to make it like we're going to be somewhere and maybe outside and maybe have some a band playing or have some other people there. And uh, in a way, it's distractions. And in it's, in it's a way it's distractions. What they are. What they're trying to do is right the ship. He has had, the governor now has had, um, he's had a difficult, he has, a couple of weeks. He had some very good weeks in the beginning, but now they've fallen off a little bit. Um, I don't know what, what impact the laws are not running. I think that could benefit uh, Nelly Gorbia. But, now, folks, next hour, Moron, there's a huge, huge caravan. The amount of illegals trying to come into the country is just enormous, continues to grow. We're going to talk about that. The, also, the latest on situation with amazon and johnson it's uh johnson it's john dipetro folks next hour radio only we're gonna break for the one o'clock news stay tuned the power hour is next right here on the john dipetro show